0: what is going on trophy kids we've got an awesome one here for you we are breaking down the afc east very competitive division a lot of teams of tomorrow coming up in this one it is a good one we are going in depth on the buffalo bills and what their chances are at a super bowl this year you're not going to want to miss this one let's go Trophy Kids presented by Bad News Media. It is the AFC East preview edition, and I gotta say, I'm excited. We are just getting so much closer to football season. I saw today that Amazon Prime released their Thursday night anthem. I haven't watched it yet, but it's just preseason games, hard knocks is going on. I'm feeling good right now. We're getting even closer and closer.
1: It's officially time to get excited. Even on other news, college football rapidly approaching, coming up quicker.
0: Can't wait. Oh, my God. Huge news today that, you know, the Big Ten is going over to CBS, which is a little mm-hmm. weird when I heard the the SEC theme song over, you know, Maryland yeah. versus Iowa and Wisconsin <laughs> running attack. It's going to be interesting, but huge mm-hmm. deal there. I've essentially concluded that the Big Ten and the SEC, just because the pure money differential between them and the other yeah. conference, never mind the fact that they're gobbling up at the other conferences, we're just going to get it. It's going to be like the AFC-NFC. Of college football. Yeah. It's going to be Big Ten, will be the AFC, SEC, NFC, however you want to do it. And that's it. I agree. It's going to become a two conference uh, league, no yeah. doubt about it. And then in like 30 years, they're going to be like, huh, maybe we should break this up into a regional thing and then have smaller divisions within that regional thing. Just how they're going to get us with streaming. We're like, in 20, 10 years, they're going to be like, man, what if we just bundled up all these apps and sold it to you one solid price? Ah, oh, so cable again.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I'm with
0: you. Can't wait. Life comes around in full circle. Yes. Oh, good times. But we have some exciting football teams to talk about today, mostly in the AFC East. We're also going to do the AFC South breakdown, but that'll be coming in a separate episode, but we're recording it all in one day. Fun for us. Let's start with the King of the Nor- king of the East at this point in the AFC East, a team that has taken the throne from the Pats, and that is the Buffalo Bills. This is a team that's coming in with high expectations, and when we talk about this football team, we are talking essentially at this point, sort of Super Bowl or bust. They are in that echelon of teams that, when we look at them, they're in the Super Bowl conversation. So we're going to probably talk about them mostly from that aspect. Their win total margin is sitting at eleven and a half. Last season they went eleven and six. They are without Brian Dable though as their OC. In comes Ken Dorsey. Things are shifting. The winds are changing. How do you look at this Bills team this year and how do you view them overall in the landscape of what is an absolute brutal AFC and a more competitive AFC East, but seems to still be that they're they're thrown to lose?
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's you know, it's they're the kings of the AFC East, but I do agree the AFC East this season. I think it could be a fun little um, fun little division there. Um, it It's just. This, this team is by far the best you look at their roster they are so stacked i mean offense and defense it's that you see that in the nfl now where you're kind of stacked on both ends of the ball but they really are i mean i love this team this year i agree it is pretty much super bowl bust you know last year that that ending haunts Buffalo <laughs> bill's fans <laughs> to this day and will for the rest of their lives um, but People in I Buffalo like have
0: been waking up in midnight terror sweats at like two in the morning because of that Screaming. coin flip. <laughs> yeah, yes, just, their poor, poor wives are just freaking out in bed with them just losing their shit. And yeah, the ladies could be we're we're multiple. <laughs> this this is true, especially up in Buffalo. I mean, you know, yes. that's like
1: one of the most passionate towns in in the NFL. But no, I mean, I love what they did in the off season. You bring in Von Miller. Oh. You bring in um, OJ Howard. You you bring in more weapons for Josh Allen. Like that's the last thing he needs, but you do it. You bring in jameson Crowder. I think he's going to be awesome on that team. Huge um, to I, add depth there. Yeah, it's great to add depth. He's great in the slot. He's going to be awesome. I like this team. I mean, it, I don't know if I'm going to go with
0: them as my Super Bowl pick, but
1: it's possible. I I, I mean, they're just loaded. <laughs>
0: They are absolutely loaded. Um, this is a team that comes in this season where the roster is Super Bowl worthy. My big concern is the offensive coordinator switch. And it's because we don't know what Ken Dorsey's is going to bring. But Brian Dable publicly last year had some feuds with Sean McDermott. Who Sean McDermott, I give him all the credit in the world. He has flipped this organization around. He has helped build one of the best rosters in football. This team is night and day to what they were just a handful of years ago. But Sean McDermott is starting to strike me as a guy who doesn't recognize exactly what he has. I mean, last season, he was throwing hissy fits about them not being a physical run team when they clearly were not built that way. That offensive line could not be a physical downforce run team. The running back situation wasn't great, and yet he very much wanted to become more run-heavy. Brian Dable was very... You know, kind of butting heads with him and not allowing that for that. There were some rumors that even if Brian hadn't gotten the Giants job, he may have left just because of the internal conflict and wanting to change that. Which is absolutely insane to me, given this offense has been the most efficient offense in the NFL last year. And the year before that, they were one of the most efficient offenses. And they were the most heavy pass-heavy on first down and second-most pass-heavy overall in the NFL, which resulted in the best offense in the NFL. And yet, Sean McDermott's over here like, run the ball more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just makes the... uh... Scratch my head. I, I Why mess with what works? I never understand it. It's like in it's like in college basketball when your team gets up by 26 and then the second half comes, and they, they're they not doing what put them up by 26, and you're just losing your mind. <laughs> it, which it's, is insane to me. <laughs> like... Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen is probably – I remember, I think we talked about it, in the game against Mahomes, obviously Mahomes is probably the best quarterback in the NFL, but, but just watching both of them, the way the ball comes off their hand, I mean – Josh Allen, the way the ball comes out of his arm, it might be even crazier than the way it comes out of Mahomes' arm. I mean, it is a rocket.
0: Absolute rocket ship attack to him. And when you when you look at the offensive line, they did some to improve it a little bit, but it's still not great. I mean, they were top 10 in pass blocking, but bottom 10 in run blocking in the last two years. And even worse is Sean McDermott has come out, and while he wants to run the ball more, he wants to run uh, Josh Allen less, who is their most dynamic runner and arguably the most dynamic quarterback in the NFL. Yes, Lamar Jackson is a more dynamic runner, but Josh Allen clearly a better arm, so they sort of equal themselves out. And I give it to Josh Allen is the most dynamic quarterback, and their offense was so designed runs and un- impromptu runs were absolutely explosive for him. I get wanting to save him a little bit, but as we talk about all the time, Super Bowl windows are super super small. They close very fast. And the Bills have a roster right now with guys that are in contract years on the defensive side. They upgraded their defense. It's like, you gotta roll this season. And that's why, well, yes, I think they're the best team in the AFC East. I do have strong concerns about, is Dorsey, because Dorsey's a guy that got hired by Sean McDermott, so there is... Yep. There's thought in my mind that he's not going to fight him as much. Sean McDermott wouldn't have hired him if they didn't align somewhat on offensive philosophies. So if the idea is you're going to get less efficient, the passing offense seems... There's also concerns about you know shortening the routes and getting more yak, which sort of flies in the face of what Josh Allen does the best, which is throw the ball 10 yards plus down the field you know? um, <laughs> in his air yards. So it, it to me, I'm very concerned about not so much that they're going to dominate in the AFC East or be one of the premier football teams but it's that super bowl conversation because they are one of those rosters that is super bowl worthy they've upgraded the defense enormously which I haven't even talked about yet i know but the concern about the offense it, it does concern me especially because they had they played very light boxes last year in the in the run game and they still weren't efficient so I don't know. We'll see. That concerns me. But you hit on a p- couple key points. They get Vaughn Miller added to that defense, which was the second-best pressure defense last season. <laughs> Unreal. I mean, this is a team... Now, Von Miller, you got to get him to the postseason. But if they get him to the postseason, yeah. you add him to a team that didn't have trouble last year getting pressure. You have Ed Oliver, who's been very good. I mean, he was 7th in ESPN's pass-rush win rate among defensive tackles, ninth in run-stop win rate... Only defensive tackle to be in top top 10 for both. And he was ninth in pressure rate per SSS. So you got Tim Seattle who's a nice piece. Nothing crazy, but adds a little depth. Von Miller's there now. I mean, it's just, you go out and draft Elam from Florida, which I love that draft pick. Who knows if he'll be an elite corner, but he brings all the traits you want. He's big physical press corner. Played really good down at Florida in SSC country. The sky is somewhat the limit. It just does coaching get in the way here.
1: Yep, you gotta be worried about that, but this team, I mean, it is stacked, they're ready to go, and I mean, just looking at this roster, I'm just so jealous, they're so stacked. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. It's nuts,
0: and it will be interesting, I mean, I think the real test will be that first week game against LA, Mm -hmm. what does the offensive philosophy look like? Because if they are just running straight into Aaron Donald, buckle up, I think it's I think the Super Bowl is not in, in your favor unless they switch philosophies. But if they come out and they're dynamic in that game and they understand the team and the philosophies that need to be run, all right, Bill, man, you got yourselves a, a shot here. I
1: think so. And and let Josh Allen run. I mean, even. Yes. He's generally kind of smart when he runs. Sometimes he does crazy things. But, and even when he gets hit, he's the size of a tight end. He'll, he's fine. Yeah.
0: I, he's huge. I mean, the argument, in my opinion, is do you want, you know, 10 years of Josh Allen, but you're not optimizing your offensive efficiency? Or do you want mm-hmm. six years where you're just firing on all cinders, cylinders, truly competing as a top-tier team offense in the NFL? Yeah. I go the six years because you're in that window right now. Um, I believe Edwards, the linebacker, is on a contract year too, so he's probably going to step up pretty big this year. Guys mm-hmm. tend to like to get paid, so contract years tend to be a big deal for them. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's just it comes down to to the offensive philosophy and what they're going to bring. And right now, there's too much up in the air for me to say they will win the Super Bowl, but I do think they win the AFC East um, Mm -hmm. and continue to be one of the top-tier teams in the AFC, making this AFC just so brutal. Yep. Anything else before we move on? No, that's about it. Let's talk about a team that is getting all the—they've won the offseason, apparently. According to everybody, they've just won the offseason, just turned it in, and granted, they did have a very good draft and has had a good offense but offseason. But that team that I'm talking about is the New York Jets, a franchise that has no- been nothing but pain and misery to watch for years. They are coming into year two of this coaching error with Robert Sala and Mike LaFleur. They are sitting at five and a half, I think, last I checked, win total. Um, mm-hmm. Let me just double-check that here for you guys. This is a team that has done a pretty good job in the offseason. I'm not going to... Not going to lie, they did a good job in drafting a lot of high-end prospects. They went out into free agency, and they spent some money on some very key players. I love the CJ Uzmanzad or Uzma. I did the same thing. I did it when I did the Bengals thing. <laughs> Tight end. Um, they brought in some, some additional talent to help s- support Zach Wilson. Where do you see this team lining up this year, and do they make that jump to really be the second-tier team, or are they fighting for the bottom of the AFC East again?
1: I think they're fighting for the bottom of the AFC East. I mean, I, I like, I mean, I like what they're doing, I guess. I kind of, I mean, I kind of think the coaching staff's pretty good, but until you see Zach Wilson take that next step, I don't know how you can really predict this team to do much. Um, and right now, you know, he's not playing and he probably won't start the season or well, it's kind of iffy. We'll see about that. And it's just, well, as you know, I like Bringing in Corey Davis, that's nice. um I just, I, you know, Brees Hall, I still don't, you know, he has a lot of unproven weapons that I don't truly trust yet. Um, I do like CJ Uzuma, um but I, I just, I don't trust this team yet,
0: and I, I'm, I'm probably going under the five and a half, honestly. Yeah, this is gonna be a, um, a, prove it, you know, doubt it until they prove it. I, I did like their draft. I mean, Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State stud wide receiver in college we'll see how he transitions into the nfl but a good wide receiver sauce gardner i was huge on sauce gardner in college i love the guy his size and the things he can do great um jeremy johnson out of florida state was one of those guys could be great value we'll see if he can get after it yeah this is a team i think the jets are heading in the right direction but i'm not one to get ahead of the tracks Zach Wilson, you have always been a a bit of a Zach Wilson doubter, and I'm starting to follow suit a little bit here. Um, We'll see. I think this year he does have to make the jump. I mean, he's got a better wide receiver record. The offensive line, not great. The Becton injury sucks. I mean, that kid cannot stay healthy, which absolutely sucks Um, because he could be a stud. But it it feels like they're moving in the right direction, but I think the media is getting a little far ahead of themselves. This is still a tough season. They're in a tough division. The Dolphins, who we're going to talk about here in a minute, are all improving. We'll see where the Pats are in a second here. They start off the season in relatively tough form. I mean, they go Ravens, Browns, Bengals, Steelers. Not great to start. <laughs> I don't know not how not they great. play the entire division in week one through four. <laughs> that is an interesting thing. That is bizarre. <laughs> yeah. They play the entire AFC North in the first four weeks of the season. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, um, so that's gonna be tough. Um, but we, this is a wait and see team for me. Like I, I like everything they're doing. It seems to be trending in the right direction. The defensive line I think is gonna be a lot better this year too. Yeah. They've done a. Lo- I like what they're doing. Johnson is, could be a real add. Ad, value add. My goodness, you got Williams inside who was fourth among defensive tackles in the pass rush win rate on ESPN and 16th at the position and pressure rate. Carl Lawson's coming back. We'll see. I mean, he suffered an Achilles tear that is tough to come back from. But we'll see. You know, wait and verify. I I think the defense steps up this year a little bit more into Robert Sala. The pieces start to come together. I still think they're a year or two away, so I would not get ahead of it too quickly here, like everybody else seems to be doing. Um, But that's my take on on this team. Everything is in the right direction. Just now need to execute and, and show that they're getting a little better year to year. Yeah, I mean they're young. I mean you
1: want to think that there's a lot of talent on the team. I think they're pretty talented. It's just it's a lot of based on potential kind of with this yep. team, and
0: I just you can't trust them when they're all that young still kind of. Yep, got to show it on the field. But a lot of yeah. a lot of high potential. We'll say that a lot yeah. of a lot of yeah. positions that if it goes right, mm-hmm. this could be something. But it's the Jets. I'm gonna wait to verify that. <laughs> Good idea. Let's move on to the New England Patriots, a team that has defied odds for years to come, but comes into the season in a little bit of a peculiar spot. The brain trust at offensive coordinator is something to say at least this year. Yeah. <laughs> With Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, I guess, splitting duties. I don't really understand it. Um, yeah. All words out of camp is this has not been going well. Go figure. <laughs> um, you got Steve Belichick at defensive coordinator and Bill is going to have to probably put together his best coaching year. This team's expectation is sitting at eight and a half wins, is the over-under right now. They're projected to be about third in the division. Where do you see this team? Because this team, I look at it right now, and I'm sort of sensing the downfall of the Patriots' test. I mean, Di- it's, it has fallen, but I'm going to say more yeah. as the prestigious team in the league this is a year where they could really be looking at a losing season similar to 2020 in my book how do you see this playing out and do you see mac jones i guess the better question being able to adapt to the brain trust an offensive coordinators
1: i don't think it's a great situation for mac jones who i like a lot actually i think he's got a lot of moxie i think he's super confident um i think he plays kind of edgy so i like mac jones a lot but I am concerned about the yeah, like you said, the offensive coaching situation. One thing I'm worried about with Belichick is obviously Belichick is the king. He's probably the greatest coach of all time. Um, but a lot, of, I wonder if these assistants that he has that you know used to work for him then went off and became head coaches now they're coming back. Do you think there's maybe like a little bit of an ego thing going on over there? I think that's definitely possible. And also, Patricia, what is his offensive?
0: experience
1: i mean i i mean he he knows more about football than we do obviously but like he's a
0: defensive mind, a defensive coordinator ex-rocket scientist like yeah so <laughs> i don't sure know if anybody saw the lions product he put on the field week to week as a head coach but that offense stunk
1: <laughs> yeah it was really bad and I, i'm sure he maybe can figure it out but it's just very bizarre um i don't know it's like you can't doubt them until you really see them fall i mean the off i mean the team is it's solid. Um, you want to have a better season out of both Hunter Henry and John, especially Johnny Smith who you're spending so much money on those two tight ends. Um, I like bringing in Devontae Parker is a guy who I think always has had the talent. It's just staying healthy and just being in terrible situations. Everything I've read is that he's actually tearing it up in camp. So hopefully he has a great season. Um, I, I like this team kind of probably third in the East. Um, it's like a not 8-9 win team, maybe 7 if it gets real bad. But yeah, I kind of think that you don't... I think they're a team that probably can beat anybody just kind of because they are the Patriots, but you're just not going to see that consistent, world-class team anymore.
0: Yeah, I, I this could potentially get ugly if it doesn't get rolling quick because they're apparently changing their running scheme completely. They're changing to the 49ers kind of scheme, and they're doing that with two completely new guards. A guy who played at Chattanooga, who is starting at um, left guard, I believe, that I have him playing. And their right guard is new. So the offensive line, you lose Shaq Mason, which is tough. D- you flip it on the defense. You lose J.C. Jackson, which was a huge edge because Bill loves to play man-to-man. And he was rated out as the best corner in man-to-man defense last year. Um, you lose Hightower. You've got Judon, who, who gets after the quarterback like an absolute madman, but... The defense, when you look at it, it's an aging secondary, not a ton of star power, which they've they've had star power, but that's not like Bill Belichick doesn't need star power, but I definitely think this defense is gonna put him to the biggest test he's ever had. Um and then the offense, I do I do like Mac Jones. I think the guy, he clearly knows he clearly studies well because it always felt like he knew where to go with the football. It's just whether or not the wide receivers we're getting some separation and doing their part, holding up their end of the bargain. Um, but he seemed in his rookie year to know where to go with the football, which was very good. I just, I have concerns with the brain trust in the offensive coordinator position. I have concerns about the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And if they're switching to a new run scheme, it's apparently not going great. It, it just feels like things could snowball very badly here, very, very quickly. Yeah. But at the same time, It is Bill Belichick. You trust, and trust but verify. So I trust he's going to do well, but we got to wait to verify it because I look at the roster, and it doesn't scream anything but third place in this division. And a team that's going to win some games, and like they're just going to be probably a a fine football team at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with that. All righty. Let's move on to maybe the most exciting team. Right now, a team that has put together some very explosive pieces this season, and that is the Miami Dolphins. This is a team that has changed up the coaching staff. Mike McDaniels comes in as the head coach, offensive-minded guy. Kyle Shanahan has been very high on his offensive prowess. You bring in Tyreek Hill, an explosive, explosive wide receiver option to pair with Waddle. You bring in um, Armstead to play left tackle to upgrade the offensive line. You just bring in all these new pieces. And the Miami Dolphins now look like a team that has somewhat of a bright future. Where do we see them? They're sitting at 8.5 over under on the win prop. Projected to be about the number two team in the AFC East. Where do you see this team going in this upcoming season? And is the future as bright as some are pointing out?
1: I... I mean, I look at it as being pretty bright, which is just kind of ironic because I mean last year, I think through week nine, we were talking about this the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. And then they just completely turned it around. Um, they made the coaching change, which probably didn't need to happen, but also did need to happen. Um, obviously there was you know some relationship issues there. Um, but I mean you kind of love the team, you gotta love the offense. Like you said, explosive. I mean, Waddle Hill, and I know he's probably their backup running, but Raheem Mostert, I just want to see them all race. I mean that yeah. <laughs> that's going to be the fastest trio on the field in the NFL right now. That's that I mean it's crazy. Um obviously Houston is gonna be Tua. I think Tua even even though he's, you know he's got a solid backup in Teddy, I think Tua could potentially be on kind of a short leash. Um I don't expect him to really lose his job, but if he doesn't perform here, I mean he is out of excuses. Not that he's been giving excuses, but he's got all the weapons in the world now so you know if they don't come out strong i could see them making a quarterback change not that teddy's really gonna you know he's super conservative he's not gonna air it out so he's not really good for this team in my opinion but overall i actually like the team i like them at, in probably finishing in second i like them over the eight and a half i know that over is probably like juiced to like minus 140 which is kind of meh but still i mean even on the other side of the ball you know i mean they have some good veterans and howard Melvin Ingram, I mean Byron Jones. It's a solid team. I think they're gonna be really fun to watch. I think they're definitely gonna give the Bills probably the most trouble in the division, but um, I don't actually expect them to really compete for first. But
0: uh, I mean, I wouldn't want my team playing them. <laughs> no, this is a very exciting team, but I think you hit it perfectly. It's on Tua. Like, yeah, this is make or break. I'm not saying you have to go out and be the best quarterback in the world, but you have to show some significance. Progress because yeah. the world is your oyster here. I mean, they've given you everything. You've got an offensive-minded coach, a very bright one in that. You've got a new running back room, relatively cheap. You also bring in uh, Chase Edmonds. You upgrade the offensive line, bringing the best left passing block, left tackle in Armstead. You have a new center, new left guard. You have Tyree Kill to pair with Waddle, who is just like what. I, Waddle is about to go off this season because last year he was garnering all the tension or attention. He still had the most receptions for rookie wide receivers. Absolute freak of nature. And now you have Hill on the other side of you that everybody has to pay attention to. I mean, you've got good tight ends. We'll see how Gasecki kind of plays into this because the offense is going to be similar to what the 49ers run and he's not a blocking tight end. So I right. don't, I don't know how he exactly fits into this. Um, and then Cedric Wilson also is is not a bad no. fourth option. So this is a all. team that has a lot of promise. And then you flip it over. To the defense side. secondary has some chances here to really grow. You bring in Melvin Melvin Ingram, who's a solid football player. There, there is real reason to be excited about this Miami Dolphins team. Now, are they? They're not. I don't think they're not better than the Bills. But they're going to put up a fight against the Bills this year. They're going to win some games. They're going to be a lot better. I do like over eight and a half. I don't know if the value is necessarily there because it's like minus 150, I think, last I saw. Um, yeah. And that's always tough to take an over on a team, when, especially in the NFL, which could be you know injuries ruin you right there, and you don't know what two oh, yeah. is. So I'm not going to bet it, but I do like it. I think this team gets more than eight wins. I think they're competing for second-best team in the division, and I think the future is bright. And if Tua doesn't work out, Worst case scenario, Lamar might be hitting the free agency market. We know if he doesn't get his contract done by week one, he's going to stop negotiating with the Ravens until the offseason. You could potentially go back in the draft. We'll see. I mean, you want it to work yeah. out. But any team, anybody you put into this offense, whew, I mean, hard, hard to fail or not at least be average in this offense. I mean,
1: you know as a Buccaneers fan, it's just even having a team that's appealing is a good thing because good quarterbacks might choose to go there and Miami is yep. a great option. <laughs> Who
0: wouldn't want to throw to Hill and Waddle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like sounds nice. <laughs> yeah. Sounds real nice. Yeah. Um, so I, I I do like this team. I think the hype is real. I like the defense eight and a half wins. I think they're going to clear that. And I think they're going to be number two in this division. They're going to give the bills a little, little bit of a tough time. Um, yeah. I still think the bills win the division. I think the bills are one of the top tier teams in NFL. I think Super Bowl all depends on what the offensive scheme looks like. Mm -hmm. God, I hope they don't mess with it too much. Like That is an offense that you should just be fine-tuning, not making giant changes to, but we'll see. Um, But this division, it's interesting. Like You have the Jets, a lot of young prospects there, could have a bright future if things break their way. You've got the Dolphins also could have a bright future. The Patriots are never out of it. They do seem to be trending a little bit downward, but we'll see. I mean... The AFC East isn't like the best division, but there's a lot of, I think, bright futures, we'll say. It, it's the yeah. it's the conference of tomorrow. Um, I agree. Or division of tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. It's just
1: it's fun division, and I think it's going to be really good this season, because recently it's been it's kind of a mess. Like, we always know who's going to win, which we kind of do know this season, but just, the teams will just be better,
0: in my opinion. Correct. Much more competitive football. And, you know, we get Dolphins, Pat, right off the bat, and then we're rolling, and I I, I like it. Um, all right, that'll do it. That's another division wrapped up. We're going to hit the AFC South here, and we're rolling on our way. Anything else before we wrap this one up? No, that's it. Beautiful. As always, peace.